This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. This episode of Don't Blame Me is brought to you by Lola, tampons that make your month a little bit easier. For 60% off your first order, visit mylola.com and enter blame when you subscribe. Ready for intro? I'm so ready. Here we go. And You're going to include that, right? Wonderful. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Don't Blame Me. This is my podcast. My name's Megan. Hopefully you know that by now. That's a great song. I think we should add some lyrics to the Don't Blame Me intro, and that's going to be it. 
Okay. Hi guys. Welcome to my podcast. Today we are doing what we do. Dishing out advice. And Jack Ferry is here and he's wearing a, what is this jacket? Oh, hello. Hi. Hi, I'm Jack Ferry. I'm here. I'm wearing a Jack Ferry in your jacket. It's a, it's like a brown denim jacket. A Brenham? Brenham. Brenham. (laughs) Well, I was going to say, is it? It's, it's a, a Levi- khaki. It's like a Levi's khaki jacket. It's like yeah. if chinos were a jacket. Yeah. 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 It's nice. It's spiffy. Thank you. I like to eat my house gold, so everyone here has like three jackets on. I try. Yeah, it's fucking freezing in here, and I that's why it. I'm wearing my jacket right Burr. now. It's cold in here. So <laughs> uh, I am, of course, Megan's producer of her podcast. Uh, you may know me from such other podcasts as Popcorn. Woo! And uh, don't blame me and <laughs> the other one the her name's grace he'll be not not too something with, not too something with, she, with, she doesn't uh, go not too shallow not something, too something along something those like lines that. uh with grocky Hilby. grocky Hilbig. yes uh yes so i'm here to produce your show which is what exactly oh uh, this is a call-in advice show so you guys basically you call in you leave some voicemails and then i give you mind-blowing fucking amazing advice that cures your life or it possibly makes you shit on your boyfriend's face. If you have not listened to the last episode, I please, I beg you, or go watch it on my YouTube channel. We posted a video of I that got, one. I got to say, uh, speaking of uh, call-ins, um, in our last episode that we recorded, we mentioned that if you are not in the U.S., you mm-hmm. can actually submit your questions via the website, or actually via the email, email address. You record it on your phone and then submit it to us, and guess what? We've got one. <gasps> Shut up. Yeah. Woo! Yeah. I hope I can understand the accent. I think you'll be fine. It's if like not, a Canadian. If and not, I'm I will here, help like, you okay. parse it. But but I will say this. If you are not living in the U.S. and you want to submit a question, we don't go through these uh, as vigorously as we do the call-ins, but we do go through them. So if you want to submit via the uh, the email address, you should do that. It is meganpodcast at gmail.com. So just record it on your phone. Send it as an MP3 file, meganpodcast at gmail.com. All the usual caveats apply. Mm-hmm. Uh, you are, If you're under 18, please get your parents' permission. Um, you, If you're sending it to us, you're giving us consent to put it in the show. And three, and maybe most importantly, give us as much context as possible so that we can understand the question. But also, please try to keep your questions to three minutes. We did get one question this week that was about 12 minutes long, <gasps> which is basically the entire show. So um, I also can't, I would not, I would forget the question by the <laughs> end know. of it. I have ADHD, guys. We've got to keep it short and snappy. I, know, I don't mean to make fun of the person who left the question, but if you want to call back or record again yeah. and keep it to under three minutes so that it's easier for us to include in the show, I encourage you to do so. But for our friends and fans and listeners in the U.S., if you would like to call in, please do so by calling... 310-694-0976. The number again. 310-694-0976. You got... It's like, it's almost as if <laughs> Megan had the number memorized. Yeah. I don't know how you do it. I don't it. know. I'm. It's magical. Uh, but yes, this is, of course, Megan's call-in advice podcast. Mm-hmm. We've been filming some episodes. This is our first... Uh, in a while, our first episode that is purely audio. So welcome subscribers. I hope you're enjoying it. This and My voice still sounds the same. And thank you to everybody who says they have a nice podcast voice. I got to say, you have a great podcast Do I? voice. I, I, when I first listened to the first episode, I played it in my car when I was driving to work one night. And I was like, whoa, 
this sounds like a proper radio show. Sick. You've got a great yes. podcast voice. Yes. I think actors do because like you're used to like vocal inflections. Maybe. Yours is particularly good though. Oh my God. Thank you guys. I'm not just saying that. <laughs> if this whole YouTube thing doesn't work out, you always have yeah, a career she's got a in radio. Yeah, got for the boom mic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but anyway, what do you say we just jump into it? Oh, I am so ready. I am too. Let's play the first call. Hey Megan, my name is I'm 13 years old and I kind of have a problem with my sister. So me and her are quite a few years apart. She's 18. And um, her and her boyfriend have been dating for, I think, coming up three years. And I'm really stressed out because she he's getting deployed overseas for a year. And I'm scared because she always goes into almost like this kind of depression type of thing. And she stays in her room and... I just don't know how to help her and I'm scared and I really I really do want to help her because I love to see her happy and it makes me happy when I see her happy, but I just don't know what to do. So if you could help me, that'd be great. Okay, my first, I feel like I've, every time we've talked about anything that's like with like military or deploying or anything like that, I've always referenced this one YouTuber who I watch who is, she's now I think officially, she's engaged, but she's going to be an army wife. So um, Casey Holmes is awesome. And I think she was talking to me about it, about, uh, this is like years ago, about how she found that whole community of like watching videos of other people going through the same thing. I think it's crazy sweet that you're so worried about your sister. I think the emotions and the feelings are inevitable. I don't think there's a way for you to prevent her being like worried or feeling like sad and depressed. Cause I think it's a really normal reaction, but I think it's not necessarily about like, Oh, what can I do to fix this? Or saying that to her, but it just like planning stuff for you guys to go out and do together and trying to do like the best kind of distractions sort of thing. I think assuming that she's going to be her hundred percent normal, like really happy, upbeat self all the time while he's gone. I think that's unrealistic, but I think if you can just like, Try and make as many good, fun, like lighthearted, upbeat moments and times for you guys to spend together. I think that's a really good idea. And then maybe if you can suggest to her like watching some other like I know it sounds weird to say watch YouTubers who are going through the same kind of thing. But there's like a bunch of like that's like a whole genre of YouTube and stuff, which I feel like would be helpful. But yeah, I mean, that's a scary and sad thing. And yeah, you mean maybe watch start like a new TV show with her. Not freakish, because that's, I mean, you should watch freakish, but it's like scary. You know, like watch friends, like do something like that. Find like little things like that. That can be like a good break and all of that stuff. Okay. I hope everything goes well. On to the next call. Hi, Megan. I'm 17 and I started talking to this guy who a mutual friend set me up with. The first couple months we were super into each other. He would text or FaceTime me every day and he always told me how much he liked me. But after we went on a date, which I feel like went well and we started doing sexual stuff, the sexual things were all he ever wanted. Oh, and by the way, this is basically my first time ever dating or being with a guy consistently. He comes over and we make out and I give him blowjobs. And the first time or so it was fun because it was something new, but lately it started to be all about him and it's clear he doesn't really try to make sure I'm happy besides fingering me, which he's not too great at. He's finished every time we do stuff and I never have. We're both virgins and he wants to have sex the next time we see each other, but now I'm not sure I want to continue this friends with benefits thing at all because lately it's just been making me feel like shit that I'm not worth being an actual girlfriend. I think I've been so slow to end it because as unthoughtful as he can be, he's someone and it's nice to have someone who thinks I'm hot and wants me because I don't know the next time that will happen. But do I want to be losing my virginity to someone who doesn't even care about me finishing? I'm just not sure how I'm going to break this law to him and honestly come to terms with it myself. Dude, homie, I feel like you know exactly. Like I you're you've got it. Like you have all the answers. You're right. 
Um, he is just a fuck. He's he's a fuck buddy who you're not fucking. So don't make it an official fuck buddy by fucking him. I you're in, this sounds it's bad to say, but okay. There's like a, I would never say an easy lay, but a convenience lay. And I'll say that from like wh- someone who you've like slept with before or something like that. that you don't have to put a lot of effort into. That's someone where you can just like go over and just hook up with and all that kind of stuff. And I think if you're wondering like, oh, if this could be something more or anything like that, if that like those signs would have already showed themselves. And I also don't think you want to be with somebody who you have to be like, oh no, actually let's, let's try and take this seriously and not do this like that. Um, and when it comes, dude, if you're thinking like, when's the next time someone's going to find your hot, you hot and fuckable, uh, go to the grocery store, the guy at the checkout line, uh, go to a bookstore, uh, the person who is standing there looking at erotic romance novels. It's, I think it's also an age thing that you think at a certain point that you're like, but you're the only person who is into me that way. He's just the only person that you know of who's into you that way. And he's the only person who you're giving a chance to be into you that way. If you're spending your time and all of like your romantic sexual energy on somebody who's not into you like that, you're like closing off the opportunity for someone else to come along who's into you for better reasons that aren't just your mouth for blowjobs. So I think you know what to do. I think, you know, just there's, you don't, you don't owe him shit. You don't have to be like, how do I let you down easy? Fuck him. I mean, just don't fuck him. Just be like, Hey dude, this has been great. It's been super fun. Um, I don't really think that, uh, this is going anywhere. I think both of us are on the same page with that. Um, so yeah, this has been great. See you around. Bye. Yeah. Don't fuck him. Don't fuck him. I don't want to interrupt, but I do want to add that, uh, that was an international call. Yes. That come from the, that came from the great country of Canada. Blowjobs and not get sex. <laughs> anyway, thank you to our Canadian listeners. If uh, anybody up in the uh, Great White North would like to send us more uh, questions, just record them on your phone and send them to meganpodcast at gmail.com. That was also a wonderful podcast voice that she had too. I agree. Yeah, beautiful voice. Beautiful voice. Beautiful voices up in Canada. Yeah, wonderful voices. And blowjobs, I hear. <laughs> <laughs> On to the next call. Hi, um, my name's I'm almost about ready to be a junior in high school, um, but I have a question for you. So traditionally, a father is supposed to be a role model for a son on what kind of a man becomes and supposed to show his daughter what kind of man to look for. Um, almost eight years ago, my dad passed away from a massive heart attack. And as I go, as I get older and start stepping into like the dating world, it's been hard to figure out kind of which qualities are good and which are bad. I mean, understandably, there's some obvious ones, but in your own opinion, what would you look for and what are major red flags for you personally? Thank you. Oh, okay. Hmm. First of all, I'm so sorry about your father. That's super, super, super sucky. Um, uh, okay. So what are my red flags personally and things to avoid and look out for? A lot. I think, um, I think I, I totally get what you're saying with the idea. And I think it's like an, I don't even know what, like an age old idea of like you date people who are like your father, whether that's good or bad and that sort of thing and those kinds of qualities. But I think when looking for qualities in somebody, I think the biggest one is how they make you feel. Um, so that kind of like encompasses everything. So if someone like talks down to you, obviously that's a red flag, but that also makes you feel bad. But then there's also things that are like more subtle that can make you feel bad that aren't necessarily super obvious. And so I think depending on all of those things, you could be in toxic relationships or like see like terrible things in people that are really obvious. But I think the number one thing is just how they make you feel. And if like they make you feel like loved and safe and happy and great, 
then that's the good stuff to look for. You know, other red flags, a uh, criminal record. Um, <laughs> uh, if they can't drive a car, whether that's because their license was revoked or they never took the test. Um, what are the red flags? If they're mean to waiters. Um, if, if they're mean to you. They're mean to you. Yeah. But I'm saying <laughs> there are more specific, like other random red flags that, that I would be like, yeah, no. Um, I mean, personally for me, anyone who does like recreational drugs, anyone who uses like terms that I hate, like racist or homophobic terms. Um, and I also have this new thing where I really don't, Oh, Jack, I feel like you're one of those, but we're not dating. So it's okay. But I was like, I feel like you're one of these, your face Whoa. right now. Well, I was going to say people who say, are you breaking up with no, me? No, <laughs> we're not breaking up. No, I was going to say people, this is a red flag I gave to my friend where I was like, you're not allowed to, this is something to add to your list of no's is people who say that they love LA. Like LA is their favorite city in the world. Wait a minute. Yeah. I know this is. You're pointing that at me because. Well, I was going to say, I feel like you would. You really like LA. I like LA, but I. I, Okay, great, cool. Lots of places. Okay, see, good. But LA's not your favorite place in the world. I mean, it's hard to say any place is your favorite place in the world because every place has like exactly. But that's a normal person's reaction. But someone who says that LA is their favorite place in the entire world. Okay, I I would have the same reaction to somebody who said that New York is the best place in the world. There you go. Because I think if you can't acknowledge all of the problems. Mm With both of these places there you go. and all of the places. Yeah. But what, but why is that a red flag? I want to know. Because any, because LA is such, and I guess also like the like 20 something dating pool. If a 20 something year old guy is like, I love LA, LA is my favorite place. What that translates to is I go to bungalow every weekend with my bros. One Oak is my jam. Lemonade is my favorite. Like all I want to do is go to earth cafe and Instagram my latte. I'm all about buying water with a single stock of asparagus in it for $6 from whole foods. And I'm awesome. Wow, were you just doing an impression of me? Because that sounded spot on. <laughs> you do love asparagus <laughs> water. <laughs> I think that's a red flag. Oh yeah, anyone who talks like that is well, like, that's what that's saying just that like you love swimming LA. in red flags. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so douchebags. Douchebags. Got it. Got it. Stay away from douchebags, kids. Next call. I am 16 years old. My name is, and I have a problem. Um, so later in the school year, um. This guy asked me out, and he was really, really cute. I wanted to say yes, but um, I didn't know him, so I said no. And then um, as we started to become really close friends and everything, um, I started to catch feelings for him. And I wanted to tell him I liked him, but then he got a girlfriend. And everyone was saying that they were, like, really, really perfect together. And in my mind, I thought they were, too, but... um, Just a few days ago, they broke up, and I feel like I want to tell him that I like him, but I want to give him some space, and I just, I really like him, and I know a lot of people that like him, too, but I feel like I know him on a more deeper level because him and I are, like, really, really good friends. Like, we're basically my guy best friend, but, um, yeah, I just need some advice on what to do. I think you should do whatever the fuck you want to do. I think if you want to give him space, sure. Um, I will play. I know people get pissed when I play the age card, but like you're 16, like you don't have you don't have time to fucking waste. He might date another girl in like two minutes. I think for you, if and what it sounds like is that kind of frustration and feeling like you missed out 
on like it because he he asked you out and you said no because you didn't know him that well and then suddenly he got a girlfriend when you got feelings so it sounds like this is the kind of the regret of not saying something so if that's what this is fueled by then I think you should say something but if it's fueled by wanting his response um to be what it is you can't really predict that so I think if it's just about getting it off your chest and like feeling like you want to say it just so you know that you've said it and you've put the opportunity out there I think if you say it now or if you say it in three months, the response is going to be the same. I think if he has feelings for you, they'll be there and he'll say that. And maybe he's like not ready to date. But I mean, 16 year old boys, they're like, they're quick. Multi- <laughs> I'm just going to make a sex joke. Don't have sex yet. <laughs> I was like, yeah, they come in two seconds. So you literally, <laughs> no, but I mean like you move on super fast. I remember the amount of boyfriends that I had when I was like younger where it was like, I dated you for two days and I dated you for two days and the moving on thing. So I think go for it if that's what you want. And I, but again, I think his response is going to be the same either way. So if he says that he's not into you or he's not wanting to do that right like now and he says that he'll probably also that's the same thing he would have said in three months from now or something like that but I think giving him the opportunity to say how he feels but mostly just doing it for you and saying saying everything you said for this and saying that like you regret that you hadn't said yes to him going out with him before but it was because you didn't know him that well which I think is awesome and then now that you've gotten to know him better and that you guys are such good friends that you've developed these feelings for him and it's okay if he doesn't have those feelings for you too but you would really regret not saying it again because everything that had happened with his last girlfriend and then even telling me, like, and I totally understand if you're like, if you're not into me like that, or if you're not like wanting to date or something like that, I just wanted to say it for me, which I think is a really mature thing. If he likes you sick, awesome, go to winter formal dance with a large gap between you, like a ruler. Um, and if he doesn't like you move on, date another guy, be 16, have fun, get your driver's license. Wow. Wow. That was me honking a car, but it didn't sound like a honk. Okay, guys, we are going to take a break and we will be right back. This episode of Don't Blame Me is brought to you by Lola. And what is Lola, you may ask, aside from being a wonderful, cute name? Uh, Lola is a subscription for tampons. Oh my God. Whoever thought of this is a genius. I wonder if her name is Lola. They are 100% cotton with BPA-free plastic applicators, which sounds like something that all tampons should have, but uh, plot twist, they don't. And even just reading the fact that this is what they have it, that means that other tampons don't is a little freaky to me, but makes me very happy because I've been using Lola tampons and they make your month a little bit easier. So your subscription is fully customizable. So you can choose your mix, choose your own adventure. And this adventure has to do with your period. Whoa. So you can get like light tampons, regular tampons, and supers, your number of boxes, and your frequency of delivery. So you don't have to like go into like a drugstore and be like, oh my God, I have to get tampons because even apparently me as a soon to be 24 year old, I'm still terrified of doing that. So you have no more frantic trips to the store and they just arrive at your doorstep like a present, a nice periody present. Now I am a lady who gets her period once a month and you know, sometimes if it doesn't happen once a month. It happens more than once a month or less than once a month, but I use tampons. So let's get away from that awkward situation. Yep. It's happening. Those are the, the thing that I do and a thing that I use. And I have found this to be incredibly convenient because how many times do you run out of tampons? I know you can't really respond to this because this is an ad and you're not like talking to me and I'm just talking to myself. I run out of tampons all of the time. It's like, Oh, do, 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 do. I'm walking around and suddenly you're like, Oh, 
definitely just got my period. And then you're like, oh, cool. Don't have tampons with me. But now I always have them with me because I always have a full subscription delivered to my door. They're more prepared for my period than I am. They know when it's coming. They're incredibly convenient. I feel like they know when I'm getting my period before I even know. I'm never running out of tampons. And then the tampons that I'm using are BPA free. And I don't have to worry about any gross chemicals or things literally being inside my body because that's like they're like the most up close and personal thing that you deal with as a lady I think I'm pretty sure yeah and it's nice to know that they're BPA free because if I'm spending all this money to have water bottles they're BPA free my tampons better be BPA free they're delivered right to my door I am obsessed with them and I know you guys will be too and they have been so awesome to give you guys 60% off your first order by visiting mylola.com and entering the code blame when you subscribe that's mylola.com and enter code blame we're back from the break. Oh my God, did you miss us? Oh, look, it's us again. We got more cash. Hi, Megan. I am 19 years old. I've already tried to put in a message, but I freaked out. But anyways, I am very much a very awkward virgin, and I just wanted to know if that's totally normal at the age of 19. And yeah, I just, that's, it sounds weird, and I'm very awkward about it, and I just don't know what to do. Also, is it normal to not? do anything with the downstairs like what do you do do you shave it do you not i mean i'm a virgin do i really have to do anything all right thank you bye do you just call your pubes the downstairs light <laughs> dude i love that also i have i had someone recently who refers to her vagina as gina and it's my new favorite thing we're like Ugh, gina is not happy today well it looks like your gina is just closed for business now okay being a 19 year old virgin is really not that bad also think of the movie 40 year old virgin is that what it's called Thir- uh-huh yeah. 40-year-old virgin. There you go. With Steve Carell. Yeah. He has 21 years on you. I mean, Steve Carell himself is not a virgin. But if they can make a movie about a 40-year-old virgin, being a 19-year-old virgin is not bad at all. It's really not. The amount of times that I've had, whether it's like Tumblr ask box questions or even questions on this show of people who are older than that, who are like, I've never been with a guy. I've never done anything like that. I've got friends who like don't really do the dating sexual thing with people. And it's, it's so normal and it's so fine. I think... Um, when you said, what should I do about it? I mean, if you want to have sex, go for it, have sex. But if you want to have sex just to like lose your virginity, that's also okay. If you want to have sex because you want to like see what it's like, go for it. But if you want to have sex because you feel like you're missing out on this like wonderfully great thing, then I would say wait because it's going to take a while before it's like wonderfully fun and great. Um, but yeah, you do you. Who gives a shit about it? And I think the second that you're kind of, if you ever want to be like more open and owning that, you'll figure out that a lot of other people who you assumed were having sex probably aren't having sex either. That was the biggest misconception in my high school was everyone's like, oh yeah, yeah, everyone's fucking. Like everyone's fucking. And then one person be like, oh no, I'm a virgin. Everyone's like, oh yeah, yeah, like, dude, me too. Yeah, never fucked, never fucked. Not once have I ever fucked. So I think like you can talk about it with your friends if you feel comfortable with that. And if you don't feel comfortable, that's also cool. And um, do whatever you want to do with your vagina hair and your vagina in general. Shave it, go for it, wax it, have fun. Um... I was going to make a joke about other things. You braid it, <laughs> permit, dye it, give it glitter. Don't do that. That could really fuck up your vagina. But yeah, do whatever you want with it. Your call. Your vagina, your world. Most people I know are just like full bare vagina. And you can do that in either way. You can either wax it or shave it. Um, yeah, it's your call. If you want to like wax a fun figure into it. Have your friend wax your vagina. There's nothing more bonding than waxing your friend's vaginas. One time I waxed my friend's butt. It was a fun time. She'll listen to this. She's a good friend. Hey, I love you, by the way. Okay, on to the next call. 
Hi, Megan. I am 18 years old, and I just recently broke up with my boyfriend um, of two years, and I live in a pretty small town, so everyone really knows everyone, and I will go out with uh, like my girlfriend, you know, to a party or just like to a fun house to hang out, and um. Then somehow like, my ex-boyfriend will like find out like someone will go and tell him things that I I have done and I don't really think it's on any of his business or to have anyone else's business to go and spread these rumors to everybody and it's like not just him, you know, they spread them to a lot of different people and most of the time they aren't even true or if they are true they um, have a little bit into them that isn't true. And, I don't know, this has happened to me uh, all four years of high school, and now I am out of high school, out of high school, and it is still happening to me. I've had people tell my mom that when I lost my virginity, and I don't know, I'm like, just kind of right now, I'm sick and tired of everyone talking about me and saying things that aren't any of their business, and I don't even know how they're finding out and if they find out usually they aren't true but it's really awesome advice to tell people like to like back off and half the time I don't even know who is telling people who things I just don't acknowledge it I'd say completely ignore all of that shit I think that always happens like high school right out of high school age and it a hundred percent dies down the amount of untrue rumors I've heard about myself when I was in high school it's insane Ooh. oh what what one would do you want mm-hmm. um oh god uh your favorite fuck. your favorite untrue rumor uh that uh who god it was some some random person I like that was like I had sex at a party which See, that's the part that's true. There you go. There's like, they take it and then they roll with it. I had like sex at a party, but in the middle of the party and everyone watched. Whoa. Which didn't happen. Oh. <laughs> it's so disappointing. I'm so disappointing. <laughs> but no, but I think it's one of those things when you hear those like ridiculous rumors. I mean, hello, Tana Mosho got fucked by a toothbrush. The greatest rumor of all time. But I think you just ignore it. People love drama. And first of all, congratulations for being popular enough that people care so much about your life and talking about your life because their lives must be incredibly boring. But 99% of the time when people talk about that kind of stuff, the exciting part or the high part from them is like the reaction. It's kind of like when you imagine a bunch of people like sitting around and gossiping and they're talking and then it's like, oh my God, but does she know? Like, does she know? Like, oh my God, who's going to say it? Like, I have to tell her. Like, what do you think she's going to say? And if you give no feedback and no response it doesn't come to a head ever. It, it kind of just dies down. People always want to hear that kind of gossip. And if you don't acknowledge it and you just ignore it and know, and also if you're concerned about who's spreading that kind of stuff, I think, I mean, just look at your group of friends and the people that you trust. And especially at that age, I definitely had like a collection of friends that were like, eh, probably not like the most like looking out for me all the time kind of things. So not that I'm saying like be less trusting of the people that you're with, but just like reevaluate who you're with and who's really there to be friends with you, like for the right reason, who's always looking out for you and then stick with those people and then fuck what anyone else thinks. And if anyone's believing those other rumors and all that stuff, that means they don't know you that well. And the people that know you and like love you and really care about you know that all that shit's bullshit. And then yeah, just ignore. And also 
even if that doesn't work and it still keeps happening, it, give it a fucking year. People will get so over it because they'll have their college friends to gossip about and all of that stuff. So I wouldn't worry about it too much. And when it comes to your ex-boyfriend, I think like, I mean, you do you. Don't worry about him being there or people like him finding out that you're doing all these other things and doing whatever because you're allowed to do whatever. You're allowed to sleep with whoever, date whoever, go out to like, and do whatever you want. If you don't give him the attention for showing up, or like make a deal where it's like, oh my God, he showed up here, guys. Oh my God, blah, blah, blah. He's just going to look stupid. Everyone likes the kind of like anticipation and like the, oh my God, are they going to talk kind of thing? And if you just completely ignore it, he looks dumb for showing up and everyone who's gossiping about it looks dumb for like being like, oh, she doesn't even really care. Wow. So I would just say completely ignore it and, uh, you know, live your life, live your best life. Fuck to haters. <laughs> On to the next call. I have a problem with my friend. So she's moving away soon and I don't really know how to handle it. Like she's my best friend and I love her a lot, but she has this guy that she's talking to and she's leaving very soon. And ever since she's been talking to this guy, she's been very distant from me and everyone else. And this wouldn't be that big of a problem if she wasn't moving so soon, but I don't, I want her to be happy and I don't want to mess up our friendship, but I feel like she's neglecting me and her other friends. So I don't really know what to do about that. Um, maybe you could give me some advice and help me out. Thanks. Sadly, you just got to let her do her. Um, there might be like a deeper reasoning behind that. Maybe spending time with him or whatever. Um, it's kind of like that thing where you can like fight with your very, like you can fight the worst with your best friends. Cause you know, they're not going anywhere. And then people you don't know as well, you're kind of like, are a little bit more walking on eggshells because they might leave. So I think for her, maybe investing this time in this guy, cause it feels like the only opportunity and chance. And then with your other friends, maybe she feels like you guys are so close and you guys have been friends for so long that the time in the distance won't matter. And that, that she has to kind of strike while the iron's hot with this guy. Cause it could be like a missed opportunity. Um, and then I, but I think that could be, that could be it subconsciously maybe, but there's really nothing you can do about that, which is sucky. Um, I think moving super hard and as hard as it is for the people who they're leaving behind is also really hard for the person who's like embarking and going, doing their own thing. They're leaving their group of friends where everyone else gets to stay and be friends with each other. And they're kind of the only thing that's now gone. So whatever process she's going to go through with that, I think you kind of have to let her do it. And you also don't want her to resent you for anything like that. And like, especially being like, you're not giving me enough attention when you're moving and I'm going to miss you and all that stuff. She's going to miss you too. She's going to miss everybody. But this is something that she kind of has to deal with at a bigger scale than the rest of you. So kind of however she's going to deal with it, she's going to. But I think maybe throw her kiss, kick ass going away party, have like one final hurrah. And um, yeah, you guys will like stay in touch and all that stuff. And then most likely with the guy, they probably won't even end up dating, but she'll be happy. She like gave it the opportunity and the chance and she still had her friends when uh, that potentially didn't work out. Okay, guys, our next call is a follow-up call. This is the first one. Hi, Megan. Um, I just wanted to point out, so this isn't really asking for advice, but I know at some point you mentioned a commentary thing. I just watched your episode on YouTube about the uh, sexual bases, or you said that in the title, and the last um, voicemail that you listened to, the really sad one, I feel like there was one uh, vital piece that you might have missed. Um, most areas do have a thriving homeschooling community. I myself would know the high school homeschooler um, that will be much more kind and sympathetic about nearly any situation than 
public school and public school students would be. So it would be so, so helpful to become involved in those communities and make friends there because in all of my experience, there's nobody more, there are no teenagers more supportive than homeschoolers. Sick. Awesome. Yeah. Great point. That's amazing. I had no idea there was a community of homeschooled kids. I completely overlooked that. There was definitely like a huge one when I was in elementary school and middle school, but I, yeah. Online? I had no idea that existed. We had, well, we had a bunch of like home kids who were homeschooled and they would do like online courses. Um, but there was also like a bunch of kids who would get homeschooled like together that I knew. And then we went to high school and a lot of them had all grown up in different areas and they all, they, they, some of them had gone to traditional high school and they all like knew each other from homeschooling, even though like either through that whole community. So you're right. Yeah, dude, thank you. That was awesome. And if anyone else has any like follow-up things, I really like that. That's awesome. It's been cool, especially with the YouTube stuff, to be able to read comments and see that. Like our last episode, uh, we talked about one girl who didn't like giving blowjobs and a huge response was a lot of people saying that she may be asexual or aromantic, which it was cool to have see that discussion. So, you know, I like these follow-up things. And I would also like follow-ups if any of you took my advice for something. Or didn't. Or didn't. And then how it <laughs> happened. So I would love to hear that stuff, though. And thanks, dude. That was awesome. Yeah, it was an oversight on my part. So I hope whoever left that call the last time heard this one, too. Okay, guys, it's that time again. Wow, wow, wow. It is time for Producer's Corner, where Jack Ferry picks a call that he wants yes. to be played. This is this is the part of the show where uh, I select my um, favorite call of the week that I want you to answer from some random anonymous caller who calls in mm-hmm. asking a burning question that I think you should answer. So let's take it away. Oh, God. Hi, Megan. I'm calling because my niece told me this funny story the other day. Uh, she recently had a career day at her school. And when they asked all the kids what they wanted to be when they grew up, uh, apparently like three-quarters of the kids in the class said, they wanted to be a professional YouTuber. And I'm just curious what your opinion is of that, knowing that there's an entire generation of children that are aspiring to become YouTubers. Do you approve? Do you think that's a good idea? What are your thoughts? Just tell me what you think. I would love to know. All right. Bye. Wow. Thank you, anonymous caller. Mm, I My advice to this anonymous caller, or my advice, I guess, what I – my takeaway is – um children should go to college and learn science (laughs) and learn math and learn how to fix global warming and uh, really, you know, biochemical engineering. Let's fix the fracking problem. Um, Let's not create 101 more Jake Pauls. Kidding. Uh, No, but seriously, that would be a terrible thing. Um, No, I think if you want to be a YouTuber, for sure, cool. I'm also a little confused by... I guess I'm confused by what, I don't know what a YouTuber, what, what the, what, how that is an end goal now. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because I think especially. Yeah, because you've kind of fell into it. Most of the well, YouTubers that I'm friends with kind of. You completely oh, fall into this it. This is a weird, I can make money on this? Oh, cool. And it's usually not an end game kind of thing. It's, yeah. it's either like a package deal with a bunch of other stuff. Or I know people hate the idea of it being like a stepping stone for other things, but I I think it can be and it is. And like, it's for me, it's also like you see someone who does like amazing editing on a video and it's great and they're able to like do, like YouTube's kind of like, I don't know, like editing light in a general where they can then go on and be like a film editor or something like that. So having your end all be all goal, be a YouTuber, 
makes me wonder like do you just want to be like a reality star do you want anything like that so I think it just depends on what it is it depends on what the content is because there's people who do like home decor stuff and they're able to be their own bosses and they don't have to like work for HGTV or people who want to like cook and do things like that and they don't have to do all that stuff but they're also are doing like production and producing and all those sort of things so I think if like people want to go into it for um like with a specific idea in mind and uh you kind of have to like love what you create as opposed to like love the idea of what being a youtuber is and like pr box unboxings and being the next Liza Koshy. well that's the thing is uh the reason i picked this call mm-hmm. is uh because i do think it's interesting because um i think a lot of people watching youtube these days that is the goal like yeah they're for a, a lot of people like like the people who became YouTubers now, they weren't trying to become YouTubers. It just sort of like was one of the things like, oh, I guess I can mm-hmm. do this. Um, but now that it's sort of established and the, these guys are watching YouTubers growing up, they're looking at it and go, no, 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 that's, that is what I want to do. Yeah. They don't want to be reality sh- show stars or editors or any of those. Mm-hmm. They just want to do that. Well, I'm always wondering like what, like that's like the thing that I'll, if anyone says that they want to do it, I'm like, well, who do you want to be? Like, who do you want? If you want to be uh, Liza Koshy, you want to be a comedian. Like, you want to do comedy and you want to do that in a format where you can be your own boss and write your own stuff and do your own things and create content like that, for sure. You want to do professional pranks for a living? Oh, my God, what? Like, that's, like, for me, that's something that's crazy. But I also think, I think it's also, like, if you if you want to do YouTube professionally and, like, that's what you want to be when you grow up, you have to have not necessarily like a backup plan because I'm not a fan of backup plans, but it has to be a bigger end game because YouTube is the most up and down, unpredictable, like flighty kind of thing in the world. So you could be super popular one day and then not popular at all. And if you just want to make money off of just like being yourself and essentially being like the YouTube version of Ellen slash Oprah, that's just short lived, which sounds like crashing dreams, but that's what I think. I mean, at least write a book, get a book ghost written. If you're going to do that, <laughs> come on. If you're going to do YouTube, do it right. Do merch. Do, um, do uh, you know, do sponsorships. I mean, I'm a big fan of sponsorships because I have to pay rent. Uh, uh, you know, um, what else? Do some do some fake pranks. Get into clickbait. <laughs> um, yeah, go, get a book ghost written. Go on tour where you don't do anything but Q&As. If you're going to do it, go big or go home. Good morning, Jake Ballers. Hope you're dabbing on them haters. <laughs> Also, how do you dab on a hater? It just sounds like a chokehold. Do you know what I mean? Like if you're dabbing on a hater, like is the hater in your arm in which you're dabbing? Or do you like dab in the general direction of a hater? I've also decided that I think Jake Paul's a new person. I want to roast 24-7 because Jacob Satorius blocked me on Twitter. Oh, I'm sorry. It's okay. I'm over it. We've been saying Jake's name too much. Too much free promo. Okay, guys. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Don't Blame Me. Um, yeah, if you guys enjoyed this, um, please leave us a wonderful review on uh, the Apple Podcast app. That would be awesome. I enjoy reading your reviews. It makes me feel great, and it helps other people discover our show. And if you guys heard these calls and you're like, yo, I have a follow-up, or I have something that I need Megan's advice on, then you guys can call the number 310-694-0976. Again, 310-694-0976. Oh, my God, I have to burp. Okay, sorry guys. And again, international calls, you can email. It's meganpodcast at gmail.com. Just record your message. Make sure it's under three minutes long. 
and then send it to us as like a, you know, an MP3 or whatever. Yeah. That uh, those kids are listening to these days. Yeah. Send it with a carrier pigeon on a cassette tape (laughs) (laughs) on a floppy disk. Dude, what is a floppy disk called a floppy disk? Oh, that's a whole other conversation. Okay, cool. Let's save it for another podcast. Uh, I was gonna say offline. I don't think it's interesting to anybody else. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Uh, Yeah, we will see you guys in two weeks. And uh, I hope your life doesn't get terrible before then. Or hope it does. And then you have lots of really good things to call it with. Okay, bye guys. Don't Blame Me is a production by me. Produced and directed by Jack Ferry. Associate producer, Melissa DeMons. Edited by Melissa DeMons. Post-production sound by Chris Henry. And music by Giacomo Picasso and Ryan Hunter. I will see you guys in two weeks. And don't blame me if your life bursts into flames before then. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.